Welcome back to Sleep for Performance Podcast. Um, today I'm going to be reading out a blog and this will be something I'll be adding into the podcast feed and the YouTube feed over the next couple of weeks. In no particular order, I will be recording um, a number of blogs that we have on the website and putting up as an audio uh, version or option. So if you want to go and read them, you can do at the website or you can just listen along. The reason I'm starting to do this is because more and more people are consuming the audio content of our work and less of the written, but I continue to try and write um, to keep my own skills fresh, to clarify my thoughts and uh, probably because I was so crap at at school as well. Anyway, so I'm going to kick off with our most recent blog, which is called Rapid Eye Movement, Behavior Disorder in Combat and Contact Sport Athletes, Implications for Athletes. So as a fan of combat sports, I am also interested in hearing what former professional athletes have to say about their careers. From how they train, how they felt in competition, how they recovered, and generally stories and funny insights. Last week, I listened to former UFC middleweight champion and mixed martial arts legend, Michael DeCount Bisping. Michael is a funny guy with stories for days and is full of energy at the age of 43. Michael is also a pioneer of British MMA, mixed martial arts, and a winner of the season three of The Ultimate Fighter, or commonly known as Tough, in 2016. So Michael, Michael recently appeared on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, episode number 119, to discuss his career and his upcoming documentary on his life. And around five minutes into the podcast, he started to discuss a potential sleep disorder affecting him. He tells a couple of stories that last for about three minutes. The first story occurred at his home. Michael discusses how, rel discusses how relatives were staying with him at his family home and in the middle of the night he dreamt that he was being chased and someone was trying to kill him. He fell down the stairs and ran out of the house naked only to awake on the neighbour's wall. On another occasion he thought that the ceiling fan in his bedroom would chop him up and his, and, and his wife up so he grabbed her and threw her out of bed only for her to wake up in shock. And finally he discussed how he was staying in a high-rise hotel whilst on holiday in Cancun, Mexico, and had to lock the balcony door each night to ensure he did not walk out and jump off whilst asleep. When told by Michael these incidents are told in a cheerful manner, and I must admit I had a chuckle as I listened, but I also understand the seriousness of such a disorder. Rapid Eye Movement Behaviour Disorder May be happening to Michael. REM behaviour disorder is commonly known is a parasomnia and is one of over 70 recognised sleep disorders from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. When we sleep, we go through two main phases of sleep. They are non-REM sleep, that includes stages 1 and 2, commonly known as light sleep, stage 3, which is deep sleep, and REM, which is dreaming sleep. To protect us during REM sleep, our bodies will have muscle atonia or body paralysis, which stops you from moving around during REM or acting your dreams out. REM behavior disorder is when this muscle atonia is gone and can be accompanied by shouting, talking, singing or swearing. As stated by Michael in this interview, <clears throat> your bed partner is at risk when such an incident occurs, as is the person to which the episode is occurring were reports of nearly 20% of people incurring a head injury due to, this in, due to an incident. What causes RBD? 
REM behaviour disorder. The exact cause is not known. The current known risk factors for developing RBD are family history of RBD, prior head injury, farming, exposure to pesticides, low education level, depression and the use of antidepressants. It is thought that it is due to the neural pathways in the brain. It often is related to other neurodegenerative conditions such as Parkinson's disease, Lewy body dementia, dementia, narcolepsy or stroke. More than 90% of people with idiopathic RBD relating to or denoting any disease or condition that arises spontaneously or for which the cause is unknown develop a neurodegenerative disease. It is prevalent in 0.5 to 2% of the overall population and is more common in males. But the typical onset of RBD, REM behaviour disorder, is in those aged over 50. Recent research in 2020 also found a relationship between chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE, and RBD. Surprisingly, 32% of contact sport athletes have RBD. This may be due to repetitive head impacts. How do I know if I have RBD? First, if you have a suspected RBD, you should seek medical attention for further diagnostics and treatment. Typically, we refer to a sleep and respiratory physician or similar specialist to undergo overnight testing known as polysomnography in a laboratory or your home with validated questionnaires such as the REM sleep behavior disorder screening questionnaire. What can you do about RBD? The treatment of RBD includes non-pharmacological treatments such as reducing alcohol or prescription drugs that may cause RBD, in addition lowering stress, having good sleep hygiene and have a consistent sleep routine. Check out the good sleep habits from the Australian Sleep Foundation, link is in the blog online, to protect your sleep environment and not to harm yourself or others. Pharmacological treatments include clonazepam which is a nightly um, tablet that is taken and can also be combined with melatonin with a three to 15 milligram nightly dose. Next steps, as a combat sports enthusiast and martial artist, I believe sleep is considerably underrated and undervalued in combat sports. This is why I'll be launching the combat sleep optimization program. The objective of the program is to quantify, assess and determine your sleep habits and behaviors identify barriers to sleep, optimize recovery for fight camp and a week of a fight. This will support identification, diagnostic and treatment of RBD as discussed in this article. The rationale, athletes rarely achieve the 79 hours of sleep with 50 to 78% of athletes experiencing sleep disturbance with more than 30% of athletes having a clinical sleep disorder problem which may be exacerbated by training camps, weight cutting, caffeine, alcohol and other substances. Our experience in Formula One, we've worked in the weeks leading up to practice qualifying and race day to gain over a 20% improvement in alertness that required the inclusion of travel, media, team meetings and sponsor obligations. In MMA and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, we have designed plans incorporating travel, jet lag, weight cutting, media and training periods. In Super Rugby and Basketball, we have worked to maximise recovery to enable next day training and to maximise performance for training and strength and to achieve maximum alertness and performance. So how we do this in a combat sports program, we offer a one-on-one -on -one consultation for 60 minutes via Zoom. We determine your sleep habits and behaviors by connecting your wearable devices to our platform. We determine the potential prevalence of sleep disorders, sleep problems and disorders you may have. Identify optimal scheduling, training and recovery periods based upon your data. Review your use of alcohol, nicotine and caffeine. 
review your lifestyle, work and social factors, identify supplements, nutrition for sleep, travel and jet lag planning to optimize your performance, fight week planning for weight cutting, fan events and media and sleep environment optimization. So you can email me today to uh, contact me about the prices or to book in for one of those consultations. For this article as well, there is seven references listed below and you can view these on the written blog at Sleep for Performance. I hope you enjoyed the reading of the blog. Uh, we'll have a few more coming out over the next few weeks. Until next time, sleep well.